Yeah. So he was a coach, a uh, high school coach, right? Yeah, I coached at Western uh, when we made it to the regional final. Um, I coached at Piper and David Coleman's first year. We went 9-1. Yeah. Lost to Flanagan again in the playoffs. The you coached with David Bowens? Uh, no, David Coleman. Oh, I thought you said David Bowens. Uh, okay, go uh, ahead. Uh, David Coleman in, in our fir- in the first year that he was there, we went nine and one, lost to Flanagan. Yeah. When they won, when they won states, um, I was the head JV coach at South Plantation. Um, I coached at Deerfield for a little bit. Uh, Cooper City, I was a running back coach and special teams coordinator. So I've been in a few different spots. You played football? I did. Yeah, I played at Western High School. Uh-huh. Um, I was I was a good player, but I, I was uh, an NAIA right. Division three type guy. But obviously, at some point, you became a student of the game. Obviously, I was always, I was, I always loved the game. I right. always loved the game. Unfortunately, I got cut off the knees and was just five eight. <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I always loved the game. Uh-huh. I, you know, I, I was always one of those guys that, you know, I would not take off summer vacation so I could, I could do summer workouts the whole entire year, not miss right. anything. Um, and then when it was a decision to go play NAIA or Division three football. I had a chance to stay at my alma mater and coach, uh-huh. uh, and I and I chose to stay, yeah, and, and go that path. So the coaching, see, I started footballville. I've never coached. Yeah, I've never coached. I started. A lot of people don't know. I started footballville, and our paths are kind of different. Um, I just wanted to impact kids, and I wanted to. But the main thing I wanted people to see was the pageantry of football in South Florida, and I wanted to shoot it through the way I saw it. Mm-hmm. With the with the house, with the lumberjack, with the shield, with with the uh, all the pageantry and, and of, of of youth football and the way it's shot, I wanted to capture it and show it to the world. Um, and I didn't want to coach. I wanted to do something broader. I wanted to touch all kids, not just my 145 pound yeah. team. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, so so that's why I started football. Bill, why did you convert from coaching to? Media. So I was the defensive coordinator at uh, Coral Springs High School, um, and me and that coach just didn't align uh-huh. on what we what we thought the, the future of the defense was. So I uh, I stepped down from that position and right. took another job um, as a in, as a career uh-huh. um, where I didn't have the time to coach any longer. Um, and a buddy of mine actually said to me. Frank, you know all these kids. You know you, you know so much about the game. Like you, you love to talk about football all day long. Right. Just start, just start covering it a little bit. Right. I thought maybe I was gonna get a hundred, couple hundred followers or something right. along those lines. <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be something like a just little hobby. Just something to do. Yeah, just something to do. Just keep my hand in. Maybe help right. a few kids connect with college coaches. Uh huh. I had no idea that it was gonna turn into anything that it turned into. So. At what point did you realize, like? Hey, I I got something here. Because <laughs> um, so, you do a good job at branding and all of that stuff. Like I mean, so at what point did you realize, like, yeah, man, I got something here. I could make. This. I was having fun with it at the beginning. Uh-huh. I was having fun with it in the beginning, and uh, I I think I took a different approach than than some platforms. I just came straight out with rankings, like, right? You know, and and I don't. I think I've grown a lot in, in regards to knowing, right? Dade and Broward combined, compared to when I first started, but. I saw the uh, the interest, I guess you could say, <laughs> oh, right. good or bad interest uh, right. in in the rankings. There was a lot of there was a lot of people who were were gung ho about it. There was uh-huh. a lot of people who were upset about the rankings. And uh, at that point, I, I knew there was an audience, so I just kept going, kept trying to build it, and do different things, get better at my craft, and uh-huh. keep it going. Oh, it's 
So right now, where are you at with it? You locked in, bro? It's I'm locked <laughs> in. I mean, I'm locked in. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have a regular job, and uh-huh. uh, you know, but th- this is something that I definitely put. Yeah. I consider it a, a full time job. You know, because, it is because of the amount of effort and time you have to put into just right. helping these kids get into school, connecting with the college coaches, and put watching the amount of film that you need to just to be informed informed on what the kids can do, who the kids are. And, talking to the high school coaches and there's so many things on the back end that people don't see they just see the graphics they right. see you know the post about a kid getting an offer that they don't see what's going on and it's a lot i'm locked into it but i and i love it but uh yeah it's definitely something i'm committed to nice so so listen so now we got that out of the way people know your coaching background let's talk about the, the, the miami hurricanes the, the canes um one game we know we talked about uh, was the North Carolina game when mm-hmm. the defense had a had a had a breakdown. Um, when you watch the when you watch the Hurricanes defense, right? Yeah. Is there something you see in their defense that you figured that see maybe a flaw, or is there a person that <laughs> should be there? Like, is there something? There has to be something wrong when the the striker leads the yeah. team in tackles and then. But the gap between the striker, 70 tackles, and the linebacker, 30 tackles, is that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the first thing you have to look at is there's an issue with the personnel that they're bringing in. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, not to, not to come at any of the players that are on the team right now, but they're not the typical linebackers that you see Miami bring in. Right. It's a lot of three-star kids. Sam Brooks was an exceptional player at Miami Northwestern. But you're trying to transition him from a from a defensive end right. who blew his knee out right. uh, to a middle, middle linebacker. linebacker. He never played. No, no and, and, and never played. Never. I've watched him in youth football. Not even close. Never yeah. played middle line. He never was a tight end. He's a uh, end. Or... And, and, he, and they did it again this year. They did it again With this who? year. Thomas Davis, uh, who I think is a, from Lowndes, Georgia. Uh, yeah, he's been a defensive end his whole entire career. And then I think Blake Baker was. I don't know if Blake was the reason for it, but they were really trying to push athletic defensive ends right. to that linebacker position. Right. And it's well, that's been. What he said. That's what Blake Baker said. He said, um, yeah. you know, that, that's basically his thing is he won't. Defensive ends who play linebacker. Right. We're big enough to play linebacker. That's athletic. Well, yeah, well, when I asked him about it, asked him about it in the press conference, I said, um, because, listen, man, my heart, Sam Brooks, I, I, that's my people. Like, I, I, I know the dad. I know he could play. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's line, middle linebacker, though. Yeah. So I asked him. I say, listen, um, converting fast pass rush defensive ends to linebackers, is that something you guys do on purpose or something y'all did out of convenience? Or, and this is what he said. We got the right guy in the house to talk about this. He said that. There aren't that many true linebackers in high school. Converting a defensive end in in South Florida, converting an end to linebacker is common practice in college football. Y'all saw dog's face, right? So to that, you say what? I'd say they're not looking hard enough. How could they not be looking hard enough? I I think that they're over-evaluating. I think they're over-evaluating because Manny and Blake were linebacker guys. I think they're trying to over-evaluate it and 
Yes, it is the defensive What is over-evaluating? See, we're going to stop on all these gonna, $10 phrases you put. Because, what is, what is, they're explain nitpicking, over-evaluating. They're nitpicking, they're nitpicking the kids because a lot of times you watch South Florida mm-hmm. linebackers, right? And they don't read guards near back or they don't read the triangle, right? They, they don't do these things that a traditional linebacker does, right? right. Like an old-school linebacker, right? right? Not like a 3-4 outside guy. You see, like Who's Terrence. Who's an old-school linebacker? Terrence? No. Well, Terrence, this year he – he improved tremendously on his ability to read. Well, but if you watch, for example, this is probably what Blake Baker and Manny were looking at. If you watch Terrence Lewis's junior film, he's just going. Yeah. He's like a pit bull off a leash. I'm going to get the ball now. Yeah. Not, I don't care who's in my way. I'm going to knock. But it, when he gets to the next level, it's not that easy. It's not, I can't just run around because there's gap responsibilities. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a force player and then there's a back player. There's so many things that go into it. Is, is every defense set up like that? Are there some uh, defense I mean, where they allow the linebacker just to be a people? In college, the schemes are so exotic. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you a guy that, that just lets his guys go. Um, Manny seemed like he did it a little bit at the beginning. That's right. why you would see like a, yeah. every time a, a, there was a, a running back that was that was worth his shit and would have 150, 200 right, right, yards right. against us. And, right. But – which is crazy because if you watch Miami's defense now with the fire zones that they run and things of that nature, it seems like they're, they're bringing their linebackers a lot. Right. Like they're trying – that's where they bring their added pressure from. It, it's not really anything from the outside. Like I know the strikers come in on occasion and stuff, but, but they're why not, not bring in the athletic linebackers that South Florida breeds? Like who? <laughs> like a Terrence Lewis. Terrence Lewis. They try. Give me another name. Xavier Johnson before I mean I know there's other issues I mean right. like uh, if, if, if from St. Thomas yeah, Ruben Hippolyte oh Ruben Hippolyte I mean they did, listen one kid that I, I will say that they did get was the kid who was at St. Thomas and before that uh, April Huff? Yeah, yeah Huff like and I, and I get it right now it's not working out but just because it didn't work out one time doesn't mean you stop doing it you know so you think that what Blake Baker told me was BS like you, you think- I don't know if it's BS, uh, but like Mark D'Onofrio, right? When Mark D'Onofrio was down here, I went to a coaching clinic uh-huh. where Mark D'Onofrio was here. And that's, every, that's, that's the, like the devil to my hurricane span, right? So when I... when I, like a used car sale. Yeah, when I... I don't know. Man. And at the time, I was like 20 years old, right? So I'm still learning the game, you know, at a coaching level. Right. So and I'm sitting there, I'm 20 years old. I'm watching Mark D'Onofrio speak about the 3-4 defense. <laughs> and this guy's talking about having his whole entire defensive line two gap and when he talks about two gap and he wants his guys to bust and bench and peak so if you used if you go back and watch the hurricanes defensive line they would bring no pressure right everything was oh we remember we remember (laughs) stonewall and peak right right? but you bring in anthony chicolo who's like a four-star consensus top 100 recruit pass rusher right and you put him at a 3-4 defensive end, put 40 pounds on him, right. and tell him, bust the bench, peak. So I would ask him, I'd say, I asked him, I, as a 20-year-old, like, ballsy as hell. I didn't I couldn't believe I did it. Said, said, why do you do that? And he said, well, it's just how our defense is designed. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, you need to change the design of your defense now because this, isn't, this does not work. This does not work. This does not work. So... I don't know. And, and Donofrio, where were y'all at? Y'all was in. This was at the University of Miami. And y'all was at like a camp. 
No, this is a coaching clinic. Coaching clinic, yeah, I mean. And you were there to learn. I was there to learn. And I had you, my notepad ready to you go. You raised your hand and said, what? I said, <laughs> I said to him, I said, why, why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, that's just how our defense works. And I was like. That's okay, we laugh about this, right? Not enough feel got paid a lot of money. And he knows How? football. And he knows football. Like yeah, I, I've heard people say he's one of the yeah. smartest people. I've heard people actually say that. Like, he's, he's, he's one of the smartest people that they know. Yeah. But I don't think it has anything to do with teaching kids. Yeah. Like, sometimes. Not, and, not, not, not that system. That system they were teaching. It was a Big Ten it's, system. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a Big Ten, ten system. NFL, it, right. it didn't fit to. Big Ten NFL. It's not. It wasn't. It's, it wasn't you. you were, we never seen that before. That's why when it happened. Everybody was upset. Like, you, yeah, you I think the like, kids that they were recruiting. We really, we really never taking the quarterback. We really never, you know, nobody going to go say. No man coverage. We're going to have Tracy Howard run cover two all day long. Or Tracy Howard never ran cover two at Miramar one time. They ran cover one and cover zero. And then he's going, he's going to Miami and sitting and sitting in the flats. Quarterbacks 10 yards from the receiver. Like, what? You were a coach then, right? I was coach. You coach against Tracy Howard? I, I, I played against Tracy Howard. I played against Tracy Howard. And he made one of the most impressive plays I've ever seen by a defensive back. Talk to me. So my quarterback at the time was Wade Freebeck. Uh-huh. He ended up going to Vanderbilt. Um, was a starting quarterback for a little bit. Played at St. Thomas his senior year. Um, and we're playing Miramar, right? And Wade's, Wade's like a younger quarterback. Tracy Howard played like 15 yards off the receiver. Like the, like the most obvious trail technique you've ever seen. It almost looked like he was covering somebody else. Wade, and Wade's a Division One quarterback. Throws to what he thinks is a wide open receiver. <laughs> Tracy sees the ball come out of his hand, runs and makes makes this jumping interception where I was like, we're missing a long day. We're in a, we are in a long, long battle that's going to be happening. Tonight. He basically baited him throwing the ball. Completely. The like the craziest bait I've ever seen, whether I was a coach or a player. Just nasty. Nasty. And they just ran cover one all day long. It was when they had Jermaine Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had Tracy Howard. Jermaine Grace was they, oh my they God. lost state, right? Or they won state. I know, I think they lost. They lost to they lost. Uh, some the wing. No, they went to state. No, yeah. I, I don't know if that team went to state. I don't know if that Well, they went to state one year. Because I, I got a dolo cam on. Yeah, well, they won that year. I'm talking about then. The second year, and they had the quarterback who kept running the ball. So I actually got to ask you this: It was no doubt in my mind that Tracy Howard could play. Got to University of Miami, and Donaforio took took his career away. I mean, I, I'm just gonna say it like that: Like they, yeah. they, he forced him in the defense, and took his. I mean, basically messed, messed him up. And not just him. Like, I mean, college, colleges fail kids all the time. I say that all the time. Colleges fail kids all the time. It's going on whenever you get to Alabama. If you would have got to Alabama 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying, it was not the Alabama that it is now. So, so, so I say that. It's funny you said you played against him. So you knew Tracy Howard could play. Oh, yeah. I, I thought when Miami picked him up, I was like, Jesus, hey. Because that was a huge recruiting. I think it was like what 2012. Yeah. Um. So they got Duke in that same class. They got Tracy, Tracy in that same class. There was a few other guys. I, yeah. It was loaded. I think Dion was in that class. I think, Cor- right? Cor- I think Corn Elder was in that class. Was Chad Thomas in the class? 
Chad Thomas Diaz. Yeah. He was 13, yeah. He was 13. That deep is the end. The other one, um, from New Jersey. From Jersey? ATM, what do they really call him? ATM. ATM. Oh. Akeem. 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 Oh. Who played, who ended up playing for the Saints. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in that class, it was a loaded class. Like, I just remember thinking. Yeah, but no, I, I mean, I thought he was the best the best player in South Florida. Like, he was super impressive just to see in person. So what happened? He got to college he got and... got his soul broke because he had to play cover two all day long under, under Mark D'Onofrio. I mean, listen. Ex- explain explain what that means. Explain. So he, they took one of our best one-on-one... They took a, a man A natural, yeah, a man, a man a natural six foot, athletic... Six-foot-one athletic cornerback... And, and put turned, him in a... And turned him into... Try to make him Richard Sherman. Yeah. And... Put him into a scheme where there was no pressure really being put on the quarterback. Yeah. And I don't care if you're the best defensive back in the okay, world. Let's break it down a little bit more. So they, they, they took Tracy Howard, which we knew could play, athletic freak, and they put him in a defense, a zone, and basically say, hey, no athleticism today. We're going to need you to reach and play your, play your little area. Yeah. And that's how we're going to win. And... We don't care what you're able to do. Yeah, so... But you can't change your defense for Tracy Howard. No, you can't. But if you have a bunch of players that are in the wrong scheme, uh-huh. instead of coaching the X's and O's, you coach your Jimmy's and your Joe's. So you, you change what you do? Of course. Coaches do it all the time. Look at the Ravens. The Ravens went from a Joe Flacco 